This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude another week of broadcasting. And if you were with us this week and even last week, you know we were focusing on the necessity to keep our mind stayed on the Lord. For references, we looked at Isaiah chapter 26, verses 3 and 4. The Word of God says, The steadfast of mind thou wilt keep in perfect peace, because he trusts in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. In addition to that, we looked at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, which is an incredible promise of God. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you pass through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. These are great promises of God, Junie, and we looked at chapter 14 in the book of Exodus, the crossing of the children of Israel through the Red Sea when God held the waters back. And then when we, they were about to enter into the land of Canaan, God held the waters that were flowing down into the Jordan River, held them up in a heap, so once again, the children of Israel entered into the promised land this time through the power of God. They're powerful, powerful testimonies of the power of God. We saw that, Shelley, in uh, Exodus 14, and we saw that in Joshua, which is the fulfillment of the scripture yes. that says when the waters, um, uh, you go through the waters, they will not overflow you. And when you think of going into the Red Sea, it took a miracle of God to part it, but also he got glory through Pharaoh because all the world heard, and even to this day knows the testimony of the Red Sea parting and the Egyptian soldiers with their chariots and horses drowning in the Red Sea. And we talked about the Jordan, how it was the highest tide when um, the Lord told the priests to go forward and step into the Jordan, holding the ark, and the people would follow. And you know, Shelley, they obeyed, but they really didn't know that the Lord himself was going to push back the waters, like you said, to hold it in a heap so they could pass by and the waters would not overflow them. And it was a lesson for us to learn, wasn't it, that when a situation looks impossible, that we need to remember these testimonies 
that God will not allow us to be overwhelmed or overtaken in the testimony, but he'll make a way for us to get through it. In both cases, Junie, the two significant words appeared in both portions of Scripture. Stand still. So we need to stand still and demonstrate our trusting in the Lord. Well, today we're going to look at another situation, this one on the land, not on the waters, and we'll see that in Second Chronicles chapter 20. If you have your Bibles, please turn with us. I'm going to begin at verse 1, Second Chronicles chapter 20. Now it came to pass after this that the sons of Moab and the sons of Ammon, together with some of the uh, Met- Munites. Munites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and reported to Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, out of Aram, and behold, they are Hazazon, Tamar, that is, and Gedi. Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. What's incredible here and very encouraging, Junie, that even though Jehoshaphat demonstrated a degree of fear, he immediately turned to the Lord so that his mind was on the Lord and he comes forth with an incredible prayer. Verse 5, Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And he said, O Lord, the God of our fathers, art thou not God in the heavens? And art thou not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in thy hand, so no one can stand against thee. Did thou not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and give it to the descendants of Abraham thy friend forever? And they lived in it, and have built thee a sanctuary there for thy name. Should evil come upon us, the sword, or judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before thee, for thy name is in this house, and cry to thee in our distress. And now behold, the sons of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou didst not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, they turned aside from them and did not destroy them. Behold how they are rewarding us by coming to drive us out from the possession which thou hast given as an inheritance. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on thee. Junie, incredible, incredible, powerful verses. And all Judah was standing before the Lord with their infants, their wives, and their children. So what does this show? They did not know what to do. It's a great line. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Their mind was set on the Lord. Just as the examples in Exodus 14 and Joshua 3 we read about. And we find going on with that... um, Chapter Shelley at verse 14 through 17. Then in the midst of the assembly, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Mattiah, the Levite, and the sons of Asaph. And he said, Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, Thus saith the Lord to you, 
do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness at Juriel. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves or be still. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. And how important to know that when God asks us to do something that seems impossible and he tells us not to fear, the greatest words anyone could ever hear is, the Lord is with you. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. So, Jenny, we see that right from the beginning of the conference, before the confrontation, their minds were set on the Lord. They were stayed on the Lord. Let's go on to read verses 18 and 19. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites, from the sons of the Kohathites and of the sons of the Korahites, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a very loud voice. Juni, we've got to get the picture. They were praising the Lord even before the confrontation because their mind was stayed on the Lord. And then we go on and see what happened. And they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire, as they went out before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord, for his loving kindness is everlasting. And when they began singing and praising the Lord, and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah as they were routed. Junie, what a great story this is. It's such a testimony and a lesson for all of us that there's something holy and something meaningful in the unseen world when we worship the Lord. And worship, Shelley, is a condition of one's life and heart. So when we're worshiping and thanking the Lord for who He is, something intrinsically happened because God took over from that point on. And I believe, Junie, He will take over in every one of the situations that we find difficult. When we trust in Him, keep our minds stayed on the Lord, and he will keep us in his perfect peace. Because most times we get frantic. We allow the flesh to rule. But again, in the examples that we talked about, crossing the Red Sea, crossing the Jordan River, and having three armies that tremendously outnumbered the army of Judah, they set their minds on the Lord, and the Lord moved in response to their continued trust in the Lord. And you know, it's interesting, Shelley, even the condition of Israel um, then... 5,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, and today as a nation, not knowing Jesus is the Messiah, God is getting his glory yes. through those people. So it could be uh, an encouragement to us that 
God will get his glory through every one of our listeners' lives and your life and my life as we trust in him, as we keep our heart and mind stayed on him. Yes, Lord he, God. His spirit will do something within us that would bring us such peace that we will be his witnesses wherever we go. And we just need to say this and emphasize it, Judy. Judy, standing still is not some passivity on our part, but it is actually a demonstration that we are trusting the Lord. And as we saw in one of the situations, this was with the crossing of the Red Sea, there needs to be a standstill before God gives the orders to go forward as he did to Moses. And we need to remember too, Shelley, that we can stand still and be in anxiety. Really? But when we cry out to the Lord to settle our soul, he promises us to keep us in perfect peace. Why? Because our minds are stayed on the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this being Friday, we want to um, align ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. We pray, O Lord, for our Jewish people, and we pray for the church, that we would be people who keep our minds and hearts stayed on you, that the Shabbat that we're entering into would be a lifestyle that you would keep us in your perfect you, peace. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.